You're listening to Truly Unruly with Marcus and Jessica Trufant. I want to know what love is. Hey, guys. What's up, brother? What's up? Truly unruly. Oh, audience, can we give a big round of applause for Dylan? He's been hella sick with cooties, and he's finally back with us. Welcome back, Dylan. Welcome back. Welcome round back, of Dylan. You're 10 pounds lighter, but you are only 20 to begin with. <laughs> Stretch. Right. <laughs> and actually, can you pass me some of that so I can lose 10 pounds? Okay. Uh, True Fonts, how was you guys this week? Week's been good. Yeah, it's been yeah. good. It was better than last week. So, week's yeah, been progress. Been productive. So, yeah. that's good. Hey, so I know on this show, we always talk about, like, you know, wanting to keep the family unit together and save the family unit and things like that. And, you know, we never like talking divorce. But this episode, uh, the D word. you know what? Sometimes shit don't work. And you got to divorce that mofo. So uh, when to divorce and signs you need to get out. Now, I wanted to ask you guys this. This is my first, first question, because every time I have ever uh, spoke to someone that was in an unhappy marriage and the idea of divorce gets on the table, they always say this. Well, I don't want to get divorced because I want to stay together for the kids. Now, what do you guys think about that? Because I think, personally think that's kind of bullshit, but I don't know. What's your guys' take on that? Mm. That's bullshit. And it, in many cases, it can do more harm than help. It depends on why you want a divorce in the first place. If you have a volatile relationship and you're just staying together for the kids, I don't know. That's like, it's almost, well, I don't, I wouldn't call it selfish because I don't even think they realize that they're being selfish. But um, if you really want to protect your kids and you guys are in a fucked up relationship, divorce. Hmm. I'm kind of on the other side of that, Kale. Really? I think... It could be just as like you said, it could do more harm, but it's a knee jerk reaction type thing. And you love my knee jerk uh, references. But how many knees can jerk? It's not uh, use jerk. <laughs> use jerk. Shit. Sorry, this is supposed to be a serious conversation, okay, yes. right? Um, the kids are important. So when the D word comes in, you have to think about everybody. So I think that's what the parents are trying to navigate. And like you said, it depends on where they're at and how the breakup is happening. But if they're able to communicate and talk through this, okay, I'm just falling out of love with you, but um, I'm not, I don't like this relationship anymore, but we got kids, we got all this stuff going on. How do we navigate that? And maybe we'll take our time and we'll still be together for a number of years. Or there's some people that hide it. They're separated or whatever, whatever, living two separate lives, but they're not together and they just kind of want to show the kids and keep the kids happy because there's trauma involved in everything. You can do that separated as well. It doesn't take living under the same roof to show your kids that you guys are a united front and that they love the kids. It might, kids are resilient, right? 
it might be hard in the beginning, but they get over it and they move on and they will understand. No. Well, yeah. I'm no. saying it's 2022, right? So right. can that happen? Because, you know, some of us seen our grandparents as they got older, they were in two separate rooms, right? Well, can that be a thing now? Okay, we want to get a divorce, but we really don't want to because we want to keep the family unit together. We're going to live separately, but we're going to be together. Well, I think I think there I don't think there's anything wrong with that as long as there's a clear understanding and they're honest with their kids. Like we're not together. Don't go to school. Mommy and daddy are married because legally we're not um, but maybe legally they are, but they're illegal. You can do a legal as, separation and okay. not be divorced. So, okay. have you been um, doing research or, or what? I don't know that. I didn't know. Well, yeah, I'm not going to say that on camera. Not us, but somebody very near and dear to my heart. Anyways, um, it can be done that way. And I know a lot of, I am sure a lot of families operate that way because we are in 2022 and Everything looks different now as far as families and what they're supposed to look like and all this kind of stuff. So if you want to cohabitate, as long as you are in a you healthy, know, a healthy cohabitation. cohabitation, amicable relationship, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But if you're in a fucked up relationship and in your mind, oh, God, the kids, the kids. No, that's you. <laughs> I don't even know if it's necessarily for the kids and you might not even realize it. Mm. It could be for you because people stay together for financial purposes as well. Yep. We've talked about that before for sure. I just think too, it's a little confusing for the kids. It's like if you're in this environment where, you know, kids pick up on shit, you know, um, even you may have this united front, but like, they're going to know mom ain't happy or dad isn't happy. And do you guys think, too, like you guys said said something, too, about like, you know, Marcus, you said about like, you know, seeing like folks, grandparents and stuff when they get to a certain age, like, you know, being separate bedrooms. I've always thought of this. I'm like, I've gotten mixed reactions when I've asked this to people. But like, do you think it's a good idea when, when you get to like, I don't know. That like 25 year mark or let's say when your kids are like all grown and out the house, that's when you have a sit down and possibly think about like renegotiating the contract. Of marriage? Yeah. <laughs> I'm dead ass. Like, well, like when you get to that 25, 30 year, like, and it's like, all right, like we've been together for a long time and we're kind of at a place where, you know, we're just kind of putting up with each other. Granted, People that have been together that long, I know there's that companionship factor. So, like, a lot of people don't want to lose that companionship, especially if they've been with, you know, their best friend, quote unquote, loosely right. for 30, 40 years. Right. But, like, do you think for some people that might be a good idea to just like, hey, let's let's renegotiate this because this wasn't this isn't the same way it was when we first got married. Or I don't feel the same way, or you may not feel the same way we felt when we first got married 25, 30 years ago. Right. I, I don't even think it's, you have to like say, okay, we're going to renegotiate this. I think after kids leave 
and go to college, I think that's when you both, you don't even need to sit down and have a conversation about it. Well, I guess eventually you do. But you both realize, God damn, I don't have anything in common with this guy. I don't even like this guy. We stayed together for the kids. And it was successful. Let's just say it just worked out. Kids went off to college. And they separate. I think that happens a lot. Mm. It does. A it, lot. Yeah, especially nowadays. But what I would say to that, what um, I personally would not want to do that. Um, the renegotiation kill is it, it, cool, but there should be some red flags along the way, right? Why Absolutely. wait until the kids leave, until it's just you and your lady after 25 years and you guys have wasted all this good time, right? If things aren't right, talk about it. I mean, in my mind. But you said it just works. What if, though, let's say the kids just moved out mm-hmm. and now I realize Okay. I don't even really like this person anymore. Or okay. Or the, I like them, but the feeling might not be the same. Mm. Or I I like them, and I'm not really sure if she likes me, type of thing, or vice versa. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like something like that. Though. That's what I'm saying. So that, that's been there all along. You don't just all of a sudden. But no, you realize it though, because the because the hectic life of kids and all the all everything that it's like this. Kids have left, right? So now everything has slowed down, right? Mm-hmm. And now you're actually able to catch up with your life, your thoughts, your beliefs, because everything was about and for your kids and family, right? Mm-hmm. So then you start thinking for self for a second. And it's like, damn, like, I'm really now thinking I have a chance to really reflect and think right. about this. Like, and it's really quiet in this house. So it's like, <laughs> do I want to, do I still want to be here? Right. Or is it like, yeah. am I going to go, Stella, go get your groove back type oh, shit? shit. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I see. Well, I understand what you're that. saying. Right. I do. I would just say the other side of that is, um, do I really want to be here? Do I want to, Stella, get a groove back? Or do I want to start over? Or do or am I at a place to where, yeah, things are different, but we need to have a conversation. We, we need to be able to adjust, I think is the biggest thing. But sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. So there is a lot of older people I see on uh, social media and that's real life right now. That, that, and everything you see on social media is real. Yeah, but right. people split up at an older age and um, I, for one, can't really understand it i come from my parents was together for well people 40 years you know what i'm saying so how does that look how does that feel you're with somebody for so long but then it's like okay things are different and i can't stand you anymore i can't stand to live with you well i think the people older people that are divorcing now they're from a different generation they were probably together because they had kids and that was the thing to do, but it's a new time and everybody's chasing self-happiness. And so people will split much earlier now. Seriously, Mm -hmm. divorce is like, woohoo, okay, let's divorce, right? It's just a piece of fucking paper. But back in the day, I think it was, it was, conducive for both of them and benefited 
everybody. So they stayed together. And then as they got older, they're like, you know what? I didn't like you 30 years ago. And I, I just like want to be now. happy, right? I just want to be happy. And that's whatever it takes. If I got to leave my, my love or my so-called love or my companion of 30, 40 years, mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to do. And I think it's, I, I don't know, I could be wrong, but I think it might be like mutual almost when you're older, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're, gonna, you're getting ready to die anyway, so you might as well Damn. just, sorry. You got morbid <laughs> on us. Jesus. So you might as well just ride this shit out. But I think it's a, a mutual thing at that point. Like, yeah, you know what? I don't really like you either. Do you guys think that, especially, I guess, our generation and the, and the time we've, we've grown up and, you know, we're all at an age where we're starting to see a lot of our friends get divorced. You know, when you, you get to that certain, you know, you see all the weddings and all of a sudden you see all the weddings and all the kids and all of a sudden all the divorces. And now everyone's getting divorced. Do you feel like we've witnessed more divorces in our life and our generation than we have happy marriages? Mm, I've always wondered tough. that. That's I feel tough. like, I mean, I guess that's from that's each individual person's experience, I guess. But like, I feel like I've like, I've just, I don't know, maybe because I just noticed it more because of my own parents being divorced. Mm-hmm. But like I have just witnessed so many divorces and then a lot of friends who have been married, they'll be married for like a year. I remember one guy, I was the best man in his like his wedding and he was married for not even like a full year and then just got like divorced. And it's it's just Mm. I don't know. There's just so many divorces. Was it a big wedding? Uh, well, yeah, it was a nice wedding, you know, and and I well, here's the I know of a really big wedding that my mom went to that she was like, you know, such and such and such and such. I was like, yeah. She goes, they got divorced. I was like, what? They had like a two hundred grand wedding. She's like, yeah, and it wasn't even like a full. It might have been like ten months. There's a lot of factors that come in, but what I would say is that. Just like everything, bad news um, is going to travel a little further than good news, right? So maybe the divorces of our peers are like, oh, damn, okay. As you know, my dude just got divorced. That's, that's tough, but we don't even really pay any mind to all our friends that are still together and they're happy they got the kids or they're just still together. I guess you don't have to be happy anymore. As long as you're together, that scene is good, right? But I would say, Kale. No, it's about being happy. I know, now. but but just like we said earlier, people stay together just to stay together, right? Because it's the status quo. It's the thing to do. So miserable. So though. right. I would say, um, no, that f- for me, more people are married are still together. There has been some divorces, but um, I know I'm on the other side of that. Right. I don't. That's good. I don't know. I don't know. I have no very few people that divorced when I was growing up. I don't really remember Mm. any of that. Um, But I know it happens. And I know now it, since it's such a, a socially accepted thing that people that are in bad marriages, they can get out of them. Because right. it is okay to right. divorce. So. Hmm. Right. But I've seen, though, too, a lot of people, and I didn't want to be the one to stick my nose in their business, but I've seen a lot of people where I'm like, you two shouldn't get married. 
I know this isn't going to work. Like, there's been a lot of that. And I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? And especially, like, the people, like, I don't know if you guys have these friends, but you ever know those people that, like, got married, like, right out of high school? And it's like, what yeah. the fuck are you doing with your life? And then wow. they've been together for hell long, and now, like, they fucking hate each other. And now, and like, or, like, the woman wants to leave, but, like, the dude, like, she took the dude's virginity, so he, like, still, like, stalks her. <laughs> Like, this is a real story. I'm not saying names, but, like, he, like, stalks her and, like, just weirdo shit because he's never been with nobody else, so he doesn't know anything different. Like, I've I've seen weirdos like that, too, mm-hmm. you know? And you know what, Kale? To your uh, point, some people get married and they seem like they're terribly unhappy. They bicker. They fight. But... Um, it works. There's them. couples that kind of get off on that, right? That's that's kind of their it's thing. so toxic, though. Yes, it is. But and then it's the makeup, and then it's a high, and then they have the lows, and they kind of live in that, and they really enjoy that. That's unhealthy. Okay, it's unhealthy. Yeah, and there is something wrong. That is bipolar. With that. Yeah, definitely something wrong. I mean, but we all know those people though that have been in those relationships. Just people, just individuals in general that are like. You shouldn't get married. You're not the type to get married. You're not the marriage type. You ain't marriage material. This shit ain't for everybody. Who is marriage material until you get married, though? Isn't there? Oh, what? You mean what? What is marriage material? No, I'm I'm saying I know for guys, we sometimes don't know and we act like we're ready and maybe we're not. But until you get married, you can say you're ready, but you don't know until you know. Or until you're in that situation is what I mean. Yeah, but some niggas, yeah. Marcus, are just not, not built They're not for built just for commitment. Yeah. They're just not built for commitment in general. You know what I'm saying? It's like, dude, you you couldn't commit to a girlfriend, let alone you're going to be able to commit to a right. wife. Well, they think they're ready and they're not. And they're and not. Don't you think the girl right. kind of knows that too? The The spouse-to-be knows her guy enough to know his energy I and mean, where he's at? Yeah, but the problem with the girl is that the girl thinks she can fix him because right. she thinks that she's going to be the special one. Well, with me, he's different. He thinks the same thing, too. As soon as I get married, I'm about to right. turn I'm it on and things right. are going to be perfect. Be over. Yeah. And then you get married and yeah. you realize it's pretty much the same thing, except for you really actually are supposed to be committed. And you're like, oh, I fucked up. Yeah. Okay, so signs that you need to get out. Let's just blow through these real quick. So one of them is excessive negative interactions. So I guess there's this magic ratio that is like in any happy relationship, right? There should be five positive interactions for every one negative interaction. When divorces, you say what? I said that's funny. Who made this up? (laughs) Five to one ratio. Right. I'm gonna start keeping track of that. God damn it! You you should. You really should. Should I am. "Hmm." I didn't get enough Keep positive interactions my with my wife today. But what is, what is a positive inter like? What 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 constitutes a positive interaction? Like what is it? We're under high fucking stress every day, all day with these kids. Here, let me read this whole thing to you, and maybe it'll, it'll explain it a little better, Jess. Okay, you know when to divorce partially by weighing your positive interactions against the negative ones. This advice contradicts the popular misconception that small arguments are insignificant as indicators of marital problems. If you find out you are having significantly more negative interactions with your partner than positive interactions, it may be a sign that you need divorce. Well, small problems turn into big problems. When they're not dealt with. So 
Like I always say, it goes back to communication. If you're not speaking up about these problems, if you're not letting your spouse know, because sometimes we just don't know, right? I'm doing something and it's really getting under uh, under your skin or it's really bothering you. Mm -hmm. Tell me, give me the opportunity to correct it. Right. Closed mouths don't stay married. But yeah, but but <laughs> being in a negative space all the time, I can see that. That can be wearing, that could be... Um, you can feel like you're drowning and that mm -hmm. could be a bad situation. So we will count. Ding, one, ding, two. So, okay. So then the next one, which also goes with that is argument severity, right? So even the magic ratio has limitations. The existence of positive interactions, then negative ones should not be taken as proof that you don't need a divorce. Very severe and harmful arguments are... One of the most crucial signs to get a divorce. Many couples do not know when to divorce and stay in unhealthy relationships because they rarely argue, ignoring the fact that those arguments are filled with hurtful and abusive behavior or abusive behaviors. Yeah. So it's like we don't have to argue that much. But every time we do argue, you tell me I'm a bitch and a piece of shit mm, hitting below it's the a belt. Bi it's a buildup. I know. It but is. I believe you got to fight fair. If you're going to fight, you got to fight fair. You have to fight with fight honor. Fair. You got to fight respectfully. What the fuck is this? Are you going to war? What are you talking about? Yes, it is pretty much war. But you, there's a code there, or I believe so. A married couple is going to argue. Yeah, but you you don't, or you try not to cut below the belt because that's when it gets ugly. I think we already talked about this. I don't fight fair. Well, if you don't fight fair, you got to be not all the time prepared for the unfairness to come back. And that's when it could get nasty and the negative um, interactions. Well, I think place. it's a red flag when you don't argue. That's fucking weird to argue nasty, though. Not nasty. That's but what I'm just saying. In general, Arguing is cool. Yeah, you're that's, supposed yeah. to argue. And you learn from your disagreements. But right. you got to do it fair. Or do yeah, yeah, you can't put the other one down. Right. If you don't, then that's when. But you're right. There is a way to ugly. argue. If right. you're arguing, bitch, that bitch, bitch. Excuse me. Some people like that, though. Some people. That's who that's, likes to be called. I a don't know, bitch. but I'm just saying that some people have those highs and they lows. Thrive. And we talked about the bipolar they thrive type of relationship off of it because they know she knows or he knows that. Okay, later yeah. we're about to make up, so let's continue but this let me unhealthy. Push the Cycle, but it's unhealthy and it's unfortunate that people don't realize how unhealthy it is because if you have kids, your kids are watching and they do adopt those same behaviors and they will have the same problem in their relationships. And you'll look back as a parent and be like, what the fuck? I did that. Maybe I shouldn't have done that in front of my kid. So, yeah. Right. The next one, I mean, this one goes without saying unfaithfulness. Yeah. Um, one of the most crucial inf indicators to when to get a divorce is when one or both partners have gone outside the marriage to pursue another relationship. While some couples manage to recover from the pain that an affair causes, others take it as validation that they need to end it. Even after a major issue such as an affair, knowing when to divorce is still largely a matter of timing. Hmm. I think we yeah. can all agree on right. that Right. Well, um, people stay together for all types of reasons, right? And this is more of an old school thing, just like we talked about earlier. People would stay together even if they knew the spouse was stepping out. Mm. 
because of the kids, because of the family, because of trying to keep it together. I don't want, um, it, you know, the people at the church to look down on us Shit, and all that kind of church. stuff. Or at my job or just being embarrassed in general. So right. we're going to try to patch this up and make it work. Right. Even though all that resentment, all that hate, all that hurt is still there, then eventually you'll probably get divorced anyway. Right. But That's the key is the forgiveness, the healing, right. the cheater on their part what they do to uh reconcile the, and to, right. right remedy the situation and to bring it back together i think those are huge factors if you're cheating or you cheat and you're like eh, nah you know what i'm just i'm not gonna cheat anymore so let's hey it's good and you're not doing anything to show remorse to work on yourself to grow then it's time to go. It's time. But the writing's on the wall anyway. If you're stepping out, you're cheating. There's something going on um, in the first place, or at least I believe I know. so. Why do you need to step out and cheat on everybody? So the next one, um, and I, I'm in, I'm interested about this one about you guys. Irreconcilable anger. There are times when the pain and anger of a relationship can push a good person to the point where they fear they would do something that they that they will, will regret. Have you guys have either one of you ever at any point in your relate relationship or marriage was just so angry that you're like, I'm going to do something, but I need to stop myself before I do something that I will regret for the rest of my life. Why'd you look at me first? Am I? Well, <laughs> The thing is, is he has he has done something when he got so angry, which is not very often. But there was alcohol involved, though. That was when you smeared chicken wings on my uh, on your windshield. On my windshield. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> good chicken too. I wasted some good chicken. I was pissed. And off. I found a wing like yeah. underneath the hood, like six months later. Anger uh, being. In a position of anger or your spouse consistently puts you in a space to where you can't control yourself or you're feeling like you're being pushed to the edge. Just like you said, Kel, you can hurt yourself. You can hurt them. It's definitely a red flag and not even so much time to go, but to communicate that seek help, um, seek a third party. Again, there is, you know, men and females that poke buttons. They know what's going to really get to their spouse if they really want to, if they're feeling in a way. Don't fight but fair. That's ugly. Again, that's not fighting fair. I don't think that's a good look. I don't play that. And, that's, and um, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to hit below the belt and do all that and send somebody through the roof. And then, you know, I got to be on defense. I got to have my hands up. I don't know if I'm going to get a knife to my throat while I'm asleep and all this kind of stuff. So you got to be chill. And that's not a good uh, position to be in. Simple. Okay, uh, the last one um, is abuse. We all agree with this, right? There's never an excuse for physical, emotional, or sexual abuse. Never, ever. And yes, you can sexually abuse your spouse, so don't do it. A marriage license is a contract between two people to make a home, not a certificate of ownership. Mm -hmm. Agree. If you are being abused, you do not need to feel bad about leaving. You do not need to feel bad about your spouse not uh, seeing the kids. Someone who abuses someone... Uh, that made a commitment to love and cherish them deserves the pain they feel. Absolutely. And at that point, you do need to think about yourself because you cannot be your best self for your kids and all that kind of stuff if you're trapped and being abused. So 
you do need to think about yourself and right. your happiness and your mental health. Run. There's trauma involved in that. You talk about doing stuff for the kids. If the kids, just like we said, are paying attention, they see mm -hmm. everything. So mm -hmm. there's, there's trauma involved in that for the kids. There's trauma involved for the spouse that's involved in that. So it's time to move on. My last one, my honorable mention, is emotional exhaustion. Um, emotional exhaustion is often the final sign that you need a, a divorce. When you go through marriage counseling, apply all the techniques to your relationship, and if you still still feel drained, a divorce can be the only way to salvage your emotional health. Do you think you can get over that, like emotional exhaustion? Do you think like that's one of those things that like you can that can be fixed? Unless, I mean, unless you're with someone that is just extremely brooding and toxic, that's just a draining buzzkill. But do you? I feel like damn. I don't know. Well, well, it's if the love <laughs> was there in the beginning or if you're still yeah. in love with that person, because that's a huge thing. There is a difference between I love you and being in love with that person. So right. I think you can fix emotional exhaustion if you still love the person. If you don't, right. no, you cannot fix that shit. I think it's got to be a timing Toodles. thing. Um, too long in a headlock you die right you get choked out and you can't breathe so um if you're going through this and you've been going through it for some time and you're not speaking up about it again you're not telling the person that is putting you through this trauma that okay i'm uncomfortable i'm unhappy something needs to change or you know i can't do this anymore that's i think where the issue is so i think it's a timing thing i don't think being in a draining relationship for a long period of time can be uh, sustainable. Life is too short and it's already fucked up in this country. Add kids to it is really fucked up. It's going to push you to do all the things that you're going to get a divorce. You need anyway. to be happy. If you're drained and you don't got no happiness and everything's negative and you're going to start looking around and this makes me happy. Okay. I'm going to the library. I'm going to the grocery store to get my groceries. And a man asked about my groceries and I said, yeah, then I continue to talk to this man. I see him on a regular basis. Little things are going to start to creep in if you're exhausted. Well, this was a good episode. First time we've actually gotten in depth about divorce. Hey, yeah. Which we don't know anything about. <laughs> I know. Good. And you guys don't want to know anything yeah, about no. it because no, we're for Everyone lifers. I know that's gone through it, it sucks. And we're willing to work. Yes. Yeah. It's not always perfect, but we, we um, talk and we communicate. Well, we love each other. We're yeah. in love with each other. We, it's like it's there. So it's like, I don't know. How can you go wrong? Truly Unruly, Marcus Trufon, Jessica Trufon. My name is Kel. Of course, follow Marcus underscore Trufon on Instagram. Follow Jessica underscore Trufon. Um, I'm no IG Kel because I'm still hacked, so I have no fucking Instagram account. Free Kel. Stupid. Free Kel. You can email, you can email me. You can Listen, you can email me at... No. Um, <laughs> follow... Follow the page. You don't got truly, a Facebook, Kale? A Facebook? I don't, even be on, I don't be on Facebook on like Facebook. that. I don't be on Facebook. Facebook's nothing but old people anyway that complain. So I stay away from Facebook. Hey, I'm old. Uh, I'm on Facebook. Shit. Sometimes. Why? That's I'm weird. I'm not really, but. You 40-year-old guys, I man. Uh, so <laughs> follow the page. Truly Unruly underscore podcast. Uh, if you can listen to us on 
your favorite uh, streaming channels. So Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it, we're on it. Of course, subscribe, like the podcast. Please leave a review. That would help us out a lot. You can catch the visual on YouTube and subscribe to Marcus Trufant on YouTube. Catch us every Sunday on Converge. And I think that is it. Yep. Cool. All right, y'all. Till next time. Peace and love.